Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. I need service. Like a refill on your drink? Or some more dipping sauces? No, goobers. I need service on my car. Oh, okay. But I still want to refill on my drink. Well, I'm sure the professionals at Sears Imported Autos can help with that because they literally do everything for you. Yeah, I've heard you mention that. Didn't Colin just take his car into the service department at Sears? He did, and it was amazing. And we've owned a few car brands. We've been to a few places. But the service at Sears was beyond. They gave him a free Mercedes loaner while his car was being worked on. Oh, fancy. Oh, absolutely. And obviously with COVID, safety is so important to the family at Sears. If people request, the service pros at Sears Imported Autos will pick up your car, perform the repairs, clean, disinfect, and get it back to you safe and sound. And I must say it feels so nice and it gives you that great peace of mind. I know some places make it a pain to schedule an appointment. How is it at Sears? So simple. No horrible phone trees. You can schedule an appointment right online at SearsImports.com. No wonder Sears won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. To me, they are fabulous. No, 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 no. No, Fibulous, every day, every year, for over 55 years, serving four generations of customers. And let's just say, very few can say that. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. And online at SearsImports.com. I'd love to see me from your point of view. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Yoko Ono private concert. She sells candles with that concert. That's right. I'll be, uh, I'll be out in the hallway. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll see you in a little bit, Kenny. No, you can't go anywhere because we're getting ready to play a game. I have hey. special questions for you too, Kenny. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, well uh, do, should I turn the Google off then? Yeah. <laughs> the, Kenny, uh, Kenny, turn the Google off. Uh, uh, don't worry, up. it's turned off. Okay, it is not turned <laughs> off. I see your face. Said, no. I see your face. 
Uh, we have Elizabeth Reese coming up in the hour. Plus, we're going to give away a prize. We have a yes. Jump the Shark that I can't wait for. You'll see why. It's all about candles. Uh, so a fun 8 o'clock hour uh, ahead. And it all kicks off with one of our favorite games on a Wednesday morning. Scream Pop Culture Trivia. I want to scream Pop Culture Trivia. Just whatever comes to mind, shout it out. Shout it out. That's okay. right. Just shout it out. Play along. You guys ready? Yeah. Sean Penn. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet, Kenny. Uh, this one's kind of a fun fact wrapped in an impression. Okay. On this day in 1962, Marilyn Monroe performed her famous rendition of Happy Birthday to then-president JFK. Can you guys give your best impression? Happy Birthday to you. Birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. Nailed it. job, guys. How come, Jason, we're being punked. McLean didn't participate. I know. I she to just give sat you there. To she was she was filing paperwork. Did you I see know. her, Katie? She was God. filling out she was filling out forms or something. She couldn't care less about us. Something's I can do it if you want here. me to. No, it's quite all right. All right. I used yeah. to do singing Turn telegrams as Marilyn Monroe, so oh, I just right. don't want to show you up. Moving on. Oh, Moving on. all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm watching a lot of Sesame Street these days. How tall is Big Bird? Nine uh, foot three. Seven feet three. Seven oh, two. Right in the middle there. Of eight foot steps. three. Eight one. Oh, eight two. Eight two. Eight two. Oh, I went over. You guys yes, win. Yes, you sure did, Don. Okay, don't rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> Which cartoon is based on the Honeymooners? Fred Flintstone. Um, 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 uh, well, yeah. Uh, the, yeah Flintstones. Flintstones. the Flintstones. It is oh, the Flintstones. How cool is that? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which famous what? complainer is perhaps Walt Disney's second most famous character after Eeyore. Mickey Mouse? Eeyore. Oh. After Mickey? After Mickey. Complainer. Goofy? Elmer Fudd? Those are not no, Disney. No, that's Elmer Fudd's not uh, uh. Disney. Um, uh, Scrooge McDuck. Oh. Oh. Donald Duck. It's Donald Duck. Yes. Oh, just plain old Donald. Scrooge is plain old Donald. Donald. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Scrooge. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, I've got some tractor trivia for you. Oh, okay. no. All righty. Sure. Uh, what is F-E-L in the tractor world? Um, Farm laying... Farm, 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 farm laying eggs. Farm. F E L. Farm. F E L. Yep. What's farming the acronym? Electrical. Fair, fairy laying farm an egg. Equipment. Something. Farm equipment. Farm. <laughs> farm <laughs> livestock. Parts. Farm Lady livestock. Parts. Farm livestock. Um, Honey, there's an E in there. You keep saying the L. Farmers. Oh, you're the bell. Farm E. Farm. Farm electric. <laughs> farm electric live wire. I'm like, okay, he's just sitting there. I'm these questions for you. Don, adjust your thing. I can see your bra strap, and it's really distracting. Well, what am I supposed to do about it? Well, I can't help it. Turn your camera away. You're doing it on purpose to distract me from the goal. I am not. What's a bra strap? I would be winning right now. 
it's a Jason. <laughs> Don't do oh that, gosh, Jason. Oh my god, did you see that, Alexa? I missed it. Do it again. <laughs> Come on. Oh, oh my god. Whoa. Look at all that glorious oh. chest hair. Whoa. I know. Oh. Need some Mardi Gras beads for that flash. Wow. Okay, well, F-E-L is front end loader. <laughs> oh, my God. Kenny. That's what I call Kenny on yeah. Saturdays. <laughs> Why didn't you get that? Have, I have one or two of those. Kenny, yeah. Kenny's my front front loader. That's front right. Front end loader. Okay. okay. Let's see if you get this one. What do modern tractors use to provide power to machinery that can either be stationary or pulled by power a tractor? Power takeoff, PTO. That's power it. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's a power Heart? takeoff shaft. That's Whoa. also what I call Kenny. Now I'm That's interested. Why I this one. <laughs> now, where That's is a... that PTO typically located? That's between us. <laughs> between Kenny and Jason. <laughs> it is at the rear. It's of the, the rear. <laughs> I, I feel that will. you're laughing at me and not with me. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, that's all the tractor questions I could come up with, Kenny. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Uh, we're going to uh, move to the canine variety. What's the name of the dog that portrayed Toto in The Wizard of Oz? Karen Terrier. Terrier. God loves a terrier. The name it's of the a- dog in 1939. Toto. Bert. Jake. The real the do- the dog. Oh, the real the, do- Jimmy. The real Jefferson. <laughs> Jimmy. Um, it's a girl, I think. Um, Misty. Moses. Misty. Uh, Missy. Liberty. It's close to terrier. Uh, Terry. Tommy. Terry. Ding ding. I Dawn? just read that the other day. Terry. Terry. Yep. Well, then why did it take you so long to get it? Because all your guys are screaming things, and I need. <laughs> um, that's what the segment's called, Don. That's literally the name of I'm the sorry, segment. Hold on, I have to answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> There's no nobody calling. calling. <laughs> you can see the phone, bra strap. No one's calling. <laughs> I'm very busy. Oh, right, Martha. Okay, Stuart. <laughs> Okay. Which dog belonged to Paul McCartney and inspired a song on their 1968 White Album? Lucy. Um, nope. Diamond. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. That's what I was thinking. This is the White uh, Album. Yellow uh, Submarine. Yes. Uh, 1968's no, Beatles White Album. Uh, oh, I should know this one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, Rita. Um, uh, Rita. Uh, uh, Maria. Rita Moreno. Um, um, um Esther, Esther. Uh, gosh, can I even give it? Well, it's Martha. Jude. It's Martha. Oh, okay, she just oh. said it. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that one. What was the name Martha. of Abraham Lincoln's dog? Bojack. Um, Mary. No, that was his Lassie. Um, <laughs> um, Benji. Um, Rob. Marlo. I wonder if this um, is where it comes from. Where like Penny. a generic dog name? What's oh, the most oh, generic Fido. dog name? Fido. Fido. Rover. Abraham dog. Lincoln's dog was Fido. Fido. Seriously? Fido. Yeah, seriously. Thought that was a fun fact. Okay, one oh. last dog question here. The Queen is famously fond of corgis. In fact, she's owned more than thirty since she became queen in 1952. Yeah. Wow. Name those corgis. Popeye, 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 and Popeye. <laughs> And then uh, Cindy. <laughs> and Marsha, Jan, Jan? Oh, Bobby, yeah. Peter, Greg. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. I'm not going to name all the corgis. There's a lot of them. Okay. Yeah. That's just more fun for that. The longest. Okay. Here's a good one. How long was the shortest Academy Awards ceremony held in 1929? 
An hour and 22 minutes. seconds. An hour and 24 minutes. 45 minutes. 47 minutes. 54 minutes. Less. Um, 35 minutes. 32 minutes. Less. 20 minutes. 24. 15 minutes, you guys. Can you imagine? yeah. Let's do that. Wow. That's crazy. No time for fashion there, Alexis. I would, I <laughs> no wish time this, for fashion. <laughs> I wish True. this show was 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, who hosted the Oscars most times? Johnny Carson. Uh, no, Johnny David, Carson. Uh, no, uh, no. Billy Crystal. Billy, Billy, yeah, Billy Crystal. Bob Hope. Oh, oh yes, Bob you Hope. are. That is correct, and I can't oh, believe okay. I'm ashamed of myself. Yes. Uh, We're also this... shaved of you. Whatever. <laughs> nobody, asked, nobody asked you, bra strap. <laughs> In two days, Kenny is going to review Titanic for Force Movie Review. Yeah. You know the illustrations attributed to Jack? Yeah. Who actually drew James them? Cameron. Ding, ding, Jace. That's his hand. When they do the close-up of his hand, that's yep. James Did Cameron's Did he really hand. draw it? Yes, yeah. he did, Don. Okay, Wait so he creepily Wait. had Kate Winslet topless as a director for a long period of time. Perfect. I mean, tomato, tomato. I, I mean, mean I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag me too. Uh, what, what, il- what illustrations? Oh, whatever. Whatever, you <laughs> dork. You know, you rewound that scene a few times. You're like, wait a minute here. Wow, this movie suddenly got good for Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> we have time for first... one more. Oh, okay. Who was the first winner of Celebrity Apprentice? Bethany Frankel. Uh, oh, no, no, no. no. Juliana Rancic's husband. Um, uh, no, that was regular. Mm-hmm. no, that was that regular. No, oh, that was regular. You're good, Don. Um, that was regular celebrity. Apprentice. Uh, celebrity was... Oh, Kim Fields. Uh-huh. Nene Leakes. He just got in a fight. Jake Paul. Jeez. Gary Sinise. About Alec Meghan Baldwin. Markle. Uh, and Sharon famously now has. Oh, well, she Pierce lost her Morgan. Job. Oh, Pierce. what's his name? That, yeah. Oh, what a butthole. The guy with the fake accent. Yeah. That guy. Pierce Morgan. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was fun, everybody. Good job, you guys. Wow. Three way tie. That's right. I need that to towel off. I think it really was, actually. Yeah. Okay. Dawn's going to take over because we're not done yet. Oh, yeah. We play. We played a game, and now you're going to play a game because we're giving away something right now. Right, Don? Yes. Caller number three, a pair of tickets to kick off to summer at the fair for Saturday, May 29th for the 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. time frame. Uh, Kick off to summer at the fair is five days of food, brews, live music, shopping, and family fun at the fairgrounds in May. The full event runs May 27th through the 31st. There we go. Dawn is standing by, 651-641. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done. 1071, when we come back, Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important. And if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at hughes-dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes dash dental.com and don't forget dr amy can be your regular dentist too she's my regular dentist again that's hughes dash dental.com this is a my talk dirt alert the biggest pop culture and entertainment headlines can be found in one place right here. The Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, friends. Morning. Good morning. Morning. Uh, Demi Lovato making some news today. She has come out as non-binary. She says, I'll be changing my pronouns to they slash them. And um, she's got a podcast and she said, I feel that this best represents the fluidity I feel in my gender expression. And she's opening up about her journey to um, self-acceptance. And look, I did it just then. She said, I would like to be referred to as they, them. And then I said her. So just hopefully you can give people grace as they try to adjust that. Yes. Yeah. That's a tough one, guys. It is is tough. Even on the air, I will... I, I know. will say, you know, somebody uh, is transgender and they know I will use the other or non-binary and use the Which is other. just what I just did. <sighs> I just did it. I feel so bad. I'm like, I apologize. I know. Them. <laughs> I know. But it's almost, you know, I think what, what is a challenge for people is that, um, you know, using them in terms of a singular person kind of goes against like the grammar rules that we were taught as a young child. Oh, yes. So it's really ingrained deeply in us yes. to not do that because it's it's the plural, you know, used as the plural instead of the singular. And yep. then if you've been referring to someone as a particular gender in your speech, you know, forever, it, I, I it's it's kind of hard to do the shift. I mean, I'm yes. not saying I'm not going to make the everyone's going to try to make the effort, but I also I don't want to be canceled for messing up the, <laughs> the yeah. pronouns. I'm doing my best. Yeah. Well, oh, and also, yeah. and also, you, you know, we were just doing a, a story about Courtney Stodden. Yes. And, and a listener had informed us that they now go by they them, and it is. I'm so glad that you said the word grace because it it is going to take it is going to take a, a collective bag of grace uh, for everybody uh, to 
because I don't know. I, if you don't follow the person, how do you know? How oh, how yeah. in the world would yeah. I know? And it, and it would be, and in that case, it would be an honest mistake by all of us. Yeah, and but I hope not people, a disrespectful thing. Not a disrespectful. No. no, I mean, and I hope people take that in consideration as we move through this. I That's, hope so too, because it's impossible to expect. I mean, people yes. have their life. People are so focused on their own lives. You know, yeah. you've got you've got your own. Yeah. I can't even get my kids' names right. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> I call for one. I'm calling yeah. them a different name. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't keep especially every- when you're mad at one of them, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, you can't keep track. Um, okay. Well, this is fun. You guys know I love celebrity real estate. So Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are giving fans. Um, a glimpse of their six-acre uh, farmhouse. I mean, the house is on six acres, six acres. I don't think the entire house is six acres. That would be very large. <laughs> oh, my. Um, but it's a property in Beverly Hills, and it's an Architectural Digest June issue. Mm-hmm. And they transformed this space in, to include a main house, a guest house, and an entertainment barn, as well as a barbecue pavilion. Mila says, we wanted a home, not an estate. Oh. But that kind of sounds oh, like an estate. Okay. It does. It does. If you yeah, have a main yeah. house, a guest house, an entertainment barn, and a pavilion for barbecues, I'm tar- sorry, Mila. I know you're trying to be approachable, but that's an estate. <laughs> and it's cool. It is really cool. And it has that rustic feel. It really does. I mean, Architectural Digest can be kind of like snooty, but yeah. when they do these inside looks oh, yeah. at celebrity it's homes. It's still fascinating. Yeah, I'm all about it. it. I know. I'm all about it. So it might be worth taking a little look-see today if you if you have a moment. Mm-hmm. You can steal a little moment okay. for yourself and look at that. Jennifer Love Hewitt is pregnant and expecting baby number three with her husband, Brian Hallisey. Uh She's 42. She says, we have another one on the way. So excited to finally share this news with all of you. I mean, yeah, geriatric mama. That is exactly That's why right. I'm shouting this out. Yeah, and did you hear? And I don't know about you, Elizabeth, but we're celebrating something with Alexis. She is officially a geriatric millennial. She's and a geriatric. You probably are too, and you are too, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I don't think you? that I really. Well, I don't identify as a millennial at all. Okay. I mean, I am much more of like a depression era. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're not even going Gen X. You're oh, going. You're from you know, a I go way time. back. Time? Yeah, yeah I you're feel way back. Like oh, even wow, pre-boomer. Yeah. Oh, because I go goodness. back to like when, <laughs> when everyone should just work hard and keep their head down and not complain, and um, you need to save everything. Yeah, the sodbusters. Yeah, like uh-huh. when my dad had to go through my grandpa's house, he found boxes and boxes of nails that had been <laughs> pounded straight. Again, oh, like I any nail that was taken them. out of something was what, pounded what, straight to reuse it. What, uh-huh. what, what's wrong with that? That's I know great. that's where I'm saying that's where I come from. Oh, that's where my oh, heart okay. is. Kenny Good. making a rare appearance. Kenny, you take it easy over there. <laughs> my, my, my ancestors would burn He's... a building down just to save the nails. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yep. Elizabeth, Kenny's been napping, so he when he reemerges, <laughs> he, he has a burst. He's like a cicada so. who yes. just yes. comes out of the ground, uh-huh. sheds his skin, finds He's his ready wings, to go. Uh-huh. and then just tries to run away from predators. These cicadas are I'm so invested in these cicadas. People say they want to leave because the cicadas make them so nervous. I want to go to there to hear sounds. I know that's probably annoying. But just get yourself every every year in Missouri. It's all the time. It's like a constant loud sound. You can't do any outdoor like filming or anything because it's just a deafening. And I'm so used to it that when I didn't hear it here, I'm like, why is it so quiet? (laughs) Yeah, people from Missouri talk. 
Why is it so quiet? Why is it so quiet here? Why's a lot so of quiet? emphasis on the first part of words, like Taco Bell. Uh-huh. Taco Bell. <laughs> well, that's Bell. why my mom from Texas always says insurance. That's what I say. <laughs> MC makes fun of me. Insurance. Insurance. And I got to go, call insurance. and check on how much I'm paying for insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny that you brought that up. That's oh my very gosh. Entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. Princess Beatrice is also pregnant with her first child. Oh. Another royal baby on the way. This whole generation of royals is just reproducing like and cicadas. And they're going to make things better. I think so. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. So anyway, happy, happy to them. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. Okay, so we mentioned this yesterday and we never got to it. Uh, Howard Stern had a very interesting theory about Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, good. Lex listened to it. I did too. We'll talk about it when we come back. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. In the Valley of the Jolly, oh, 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 Green Giant. Every year at the Valley Fair, they judge Green Giant Niblet's corn against all comers, and Niblet's corn always wins the Green Ribbon. The judge explains, an ordinary can of corn has lots of water. To keep his Niblet's corn crisper, the giant gives you just as much corn, but almost no water. (laughs) Then it's vacuum-packed. Niblet's brand corn is the giant's own special kind, grown to be sweeter. For the crispest, freshest tasting corn, try Green Giant Niblet's corn. The giant's green beans win first prize, too. They're crisp young beans, sliced at an angle for more fresh bean flavor. Try Kitchen Slice brand Diagonal Cut Green Beans. Good things from the garden, garden in the valley. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. It's dedicated to Don McLean and her love of niblets corn. That's right. Wow. Mm -hmm. There's another one that you play that I was trying to think of. This is the kind of stuff I think about when I drive. There was, um, it's a Niblet's commercial, (laughs) and someone is talking to Niblet, which is, his name is Sprout, but I think his name is Niblet, and I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's an interviewer or if it's another creature, but Uh it's not the Green Giant because he's has a deep voice, so who is this other creature? Is it a green bean? It's an owl. Oh, my God. Just look at all the corn, Mr. Owl. That's Niblet's corn, to be precise. Yeah, that one. The owl. I miss it because I'm clenching. Okay, Mr. Owl. Yeah. Just look at all the corn, Mr. Owl. That's Niblet's corn, to be precise. (laughs) (laughs) What, what, Kenny? Have you ever been to Blue Earth, Minnesota? It's off I-90? No. No. So, Lex, have you seen him? I oh, guess at the big green the giant. The green giant park. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a jolly green giant a... statue. Huge, like Paul Bunyan. Yep. Oh. In really? Blue Earth at Green Giant Statue Park. Yeah. There, we we have a right. lot we have a lot of large things, like mon like uh, statues. Like you bet we I have do. like I mean we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like Whoa, look at that Paul Bunyan. We have yes. a giant turkey. I know there's yep. a city that has a turkey. Uh-huh. We have blue. We have uh, the jolly green giant. We have those giant. big Adirondack chairs. You can take pictures with your yes. family. Yep. I, I should just do a story where we go around to the whole state. Big and otter visit the, in Fergus oh, yeah, Falls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Call it the giant oh, right. fish. Yeah. Yes. Call it the uh. bigger stuff tour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That string. Did you say the string? Yeah. Ball of string. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. That's um, so it's for a seven, big pussy cat 12? to play with. I don't know, but 12, I want to go yeah. there. I want to mm. go to there. You would like to it. go to there? Yes. Okay. We'll take you. We'll have uh, B. Arthur. Uh, we'll, we'll, no, yeah, when you do that story, I'll just ride in the trunk. Ride along? Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we talked about this or mentioned it a couple days ago, and I'm so glad Lex listened to it, too, because once again, I think Howard kind of got down to brass tacks or whatever that saying is, talking about um, Ellen DeGeneres leaving her show. And he was talking about, you know, the reason in the press was, oh, because she's mean and, um, you know, that that affected her her popularity and her ratings. But he basically said in in a very Howard way, he basically said the audience doesn't care. The audience does not care. He goes, look, look at entertainment history. You know, Johnny, Johnny, Car- Johnny Carson, he mentioned, was, you know, uh, not great to Ed, was rude, uh, quiet, uh, off-putting, um, you know, uh, stories about his not being uh, generous with his ex-wives. And, the, and, his, and his ratings never went down. And he, he's like, all the audience really wants is to be entertained. And, and, and none of this other stuff matters. What did you think about that, Lex? Well, okay, because then he also blamed it on ratings, but then everyone has low ratings, too. Everyone does. Everyone does. So I, I disagree a little bit with him, only in the sense that Ellen is known for being kind. She has it all over her T-shirt. She's dancing, having fun. And when you hear that she's kind of a pill to work with and she's not as generous or giving as you think she is, I think we all bought into that. And mm-hmm. that is definitely part of the reason why she's out. Yeah, and it's a different time. Johnny Carson, you know, a lot of people were very forgiving about things back then and didn't yeah, really care yeah, about your behavior. People kind of embraced that about him, too, because they were kind of like, yeah, he's a bad boy. He's not very nice. But we knew about it at the time. And well, and he had other examples, too, more modern examples of just awful people. And we're not saying Alan's awful. Please, let me, let yeah. me say that really off, right off the bat. Everybody knows but, the rumors. Yeah, he gave yeah. other examples of truly uh, questionable people still having careers. And his point is, it, it, it's just the way that, you know, she's just a victim of of the last year or so where ratings for everyone is down. Ratings, yep. And he also had a theory, not a theory, but he had a thought, which I, as a guy that does a show that I absolutely agree with. And he said, and this is, I agree with him more on this one than I do the hypothesis and theory about Ellen. He said the reason all of these talk shows are down and and including award shows, people are sick of Zoom. They are sick of they are sick of Zoom interviews. Yeah. And I it was in my car and I went, yes, 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 because this is why all of these business want to see what they're wearing. I not only that, but that's what he said. Yeah. All of these, all of these business, uh, and look, every business is different. That's why I say I have been huh. bullish on this. Nobody's coming back to work, and everybody's gonna. No, 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 no. We, we are discounting. We are discounting the value in human to human contact and being in the same room and the almost intangible energy especially on a television show that oh, yeah. you lose you lose and i know as an interviewer the back and forth it is stilted it is it is troubled yeah. it's not oh, um the technical I, difficulties yeah. are you muted 
Is oh there a clear God. view? It's so frustrating. How many times delay. can people m- not yes. mute themselves? Yes. Or unmute. It's ridiculous. It makes me so it, mad Every if it's just a, a work thing or like uh, just every time it's like you're muted. There. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. There is yeah, a... Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Not work. Not, no, I'm just, I'm just saying I'm in just, general. Yeah, no, no, we hear you. God. But I don't think all like all of you listening as just the, the consumer of the entertainment, I think it's almost subconscious. Like you don't know what feels different, and nor should you. I mean, but but being in the business, I can tell you as um I'll give you let me give you a practical example. Um uh um uh Dale K, my the garden guy over here who's hysterical. His segments, uh, there's an electricity and there's a back and forth rhythm that I have with him that I can't duplicate when he's on a two second delay via Zoom. You know, because yep. when he's, or uh, Alexis actually is another good example. When Alexis comes on to do crafts, it is, it is what you're missing is, is, Alexis giving me a little side eye or me when she's doing a craft and it's messing up me giggling and looking at her and us losing it. I mean, you, you lose all of that person to person energy and rhythm on these shows. And I think he's absolutely right. Oh, geez. I'm so glad you said that. Cause when he said that too, I also thought, yes, the technical, all the th- different things of what you're missing live, but you're already experiencing that in your normal life. You're watching the Zooms. You're you're sick of the Zooms already. It's just like, yep. here we're now going to watch another Zoom, and I'm not even getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of that feeling, too, of like, wow. Yeah. And it also does depend on the nature of your work, too. I mean, uh, with having a talk show and having them in person, like you said, it, there's, there's that, yeah, mm-hmm. something missing. Uh, other jobs, maybe it will work out, but maybe we yeah. need to get back to that. You're right uh, it, for TV. It, he's right. It, it it does take away the joy of a lot of these shows. There is mm-hmm. a different energy, and again, the viewer, you don't know what it is, but it's all signals to you. You know that's why you know the makeup of all of these shows, even going back to the start, the makeup of all these shows are by design, and you you learn this in that great documentary with CNN about late night, but you can. Lay that over any show. The band, the colors, the energy. You don't know it, but that's all there to give you a cue of like, this is a party and I'm invited. Um, This is big. You know, they're all little mental little triggers for you as a as a as a viewer. And we're miss we're missing 50 percent of those things. And it takes a toll. His theory on Ellen about that. She's not a nice person. I think that that's real damning to her ratings and who she is because she brings forward the kindness and has it all over her gear. Mm-hmm. There, ha- I think there, that's part of her downfall. Well, I mean, and compared also, to other people, yes. And also, we're in a peer, we're in a time period now where um, even if it wasn't true, the the speed at which 
information can be passed from person to person and person. Oh, if this had happened yeah. in the 90s, mm-hmm. when the only way you could spread stuff like this was, uh, you know, to your neighbor, then uh, the fire of her. Because um, remember that summer, she is right about that. Remember that summer. It was one story after another story, and oh, and then this disgruntled producer had a story about her, and then this person had a story, and then... Yeah, it was a pylon. It spread like wildfire. Uh, that would be different if Ellen, if this was happening in the 90s, or, or if this was in the Johnny Carson era. Stories travel at lightning speed, and and the, the effect on the public is much different. Um yeah. So I disagree with Howard there. I, I think it did play a, a, a role in her downfall. Um, and people yeah. were just generally not in a good mood. Obje- Thank you, Don. They were too. just mad people about still are. <laughs> having to live this way in the you know during the pandemic. Everything it was sort of in the beginning, if I remember right. Yes, yes. Uh, and people just were like, "Isn't this over yet?" It had been a month or so, and it's like they didn't know what it, the long haul. And people were just angry in general. Yep, and people still are. We've said that we've seen, you know, we've seen an uptick yeah. even in our show of just nasty comments over oh. ridiculous stuff. Yes. and it's and it's because people's anger it's coming out sideways. Mm-hmm. It's coming out in front of to hostesses and baristas and stupid radio hosts and. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. When we come back, a one of a kind jump the shark from Alexis next. Yes no. That little, uh, the we call them rejoins right there, mm-hmm. just reminded us we have a fun announcement to make. Another sign that life is returning to normal. Second Chance Romance is returning May 27th. May next 27th. Thursday. That's right. Alexis it's- won't be here. Alexis. I will not be here. Yeah, <laughs> I won't be here. That's, that's right. right. But so for the great. others, I can't wait. Very yes, exciting. exciting. Yeah. It's going to be a little different too. It's also going to be at the top of the eight o'clock hour, yep. and it's all going to be in one segment. So, yes. um, and also we're going to get both people on the phone because a big stressor for me yeah. was make trying to get the other person. On yep. the phone, I would have to call eighty times. It was like that is what I didn't like about Second Chance Romance. Yes. So I am super relieved that everybody will be on board. Yep, they won't be able to hear us. No, nope. I'm going to mute that <laughs> so they can't hear what the other person is saying about them. But there is no stress with trying to nope. get somebody on. That's the way. The return of Second Chance Romance, May 27th. It's new time slot, the top of the 8 o'clock hour on Thursdays. <laughs> Must-see radio, must-see TV Thursdays. Yes. Get your and butt clenched ready. We'll be moving uh, down the rabbit hole, too, because that's where I uh, we usually went into a tour of my mind. So we'll be moving that. So uh, Right now, though, let's find out what's Jump the Shark. Fire up the book. I'm jumping the shark. Shark, shark, shark. Hey. Not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Dump the shark. It was Dump Amundo. Amundo. Colby Watson, a Texas man. You've jumped the shark. Come on. Mm. He's suing Gwyneth Paltrow's wellness brand Goop. He says the exploded candle that the, the candle that he bought, this smells like vagina in January for $75. Exploded. You wanna know why it exploded? Yeah, Why? tell us, Alexis, preach. Because he got, he let it stay lit for three hours. He 
engulfed his face in high flames because you're not supposed to do that. This is why candles have warning signs. Yeah. There's safety measures. Uh, they said you got to regularly trim that wick. <laughs> and also, uh, <laughs> that's what we're doing on Saturday. Yes. Oh. Or you get a bunch of black smoke, right, Lex? Exactly. That yes, it needs to be close to that candle wax or soy or whatever you've got the candle. Look, there's a new pope. Yeah, go ahead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is a two-hour limit for burning. Dude left yeah. it burning for three hours, and now he's suing Goop. Come on. Uh, and, of course, Goop has responded, which is great, and he said they're confident and it's frivolous, uh, that it's uh, it's just trying to secure an outsized payment for a press-heavy product. That's a very goop thing to say, isn't it? Yes. Very goop. Yeah. <laughs> but very I, they're goop. right. They're right. Yeah. D- don't ignite the vagina candle for three hours. No. <laughs> and why are you doing that, it's, you weirdo? And why? I can't think of, for me personally, he anything more smoke. horrifying than a ignited vagina for three hours. <laughs> I mean, that's for me. Well, and after three it hours, you'd, yeah, you'd expect it to explode. <laughs> It's a long time. That's too long. Doing something wrong. (sighs) Did the glass explode, I wonder, because it got too hot? Or what exploded? Was it some type of glitter that was inside that was too hot? No, it's solid soy wax. Okay. But um, I, you know what? That's probably another reason why it's a great... Kenny, I see your face. Don't even, Kenny. Don't even, don't even, Kenny. I'm zipping it. Go ahead, Lux. Go ahead. I was just saying another reason why this this lawsuit probably has no legs because he didn't give any description of what in fact happened. Mm -hmm. The wick, did it break? No. He doesn't say. I tried bringing these candles into headquarters uh, to put in the lobby and I got in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Gay headquarters. That. That's right. Gay headquarters oh. in Golden Valley. I couldn't have... No, I got in trouble. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what, across, get... what about across the way? Are, is it For... all LGBTQ people or no. uh, in your headquarters? Uh, or is it just no. the gay gay men? Lesbian headquarters is in Invergrove Heights. Oh, that's in another location. Invergrove Heights. That's right. The, the lesbian <laughs> super friends are in Invergrove Heights. I thought and... the super friends were across the street or the hall. No, 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 no. They're, the, the lesbians wanted to be far away from us. So they're, <laughs> oh, my gosh. They wanted to be a little. Come on now. They're very smart. So they're in, their headquarters is in Invergrove Heights. Ours uh-huh. is in uh, Golden Valley. Yeah. Nice. So. Yes. What a perfect way. What a perfect way to end our show with a oh, look ex- at the time. exploding vagina candle. That's that's why that's why we've never won a Marconi. Uh, if you're a kid listening, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right, you be you. Talk about whatever you want. Uh, well, uh-huh. you know, just be don't be a terrible person, but no, uh, no. have a great day. We love you and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye for now. It's a beautiful day